Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Well, it sucks to suck, doesn't it? Oh, Jim Comer, you're such a loser. I, I love how yesterday the entire the entire Republican Party was paused in the moment to watch Joe Biden's presidency coming to a crash, roll the way down into the ground, and then do a big explosion. As the new piece of evidence that they produced was an email, and the email was immediately debunked, and Byron Donalds was made a fool. Even Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon does not like the House Republicans anymore. They're criticizing uh, the work, if you want to call it that, the work that the House Republicans did yesterday. Okay, so... Let's back up. Let's rewind a bit about how, why I was so excited to watch a hearing yesterday, right? (laughs) Why I was so excited to hear the hearing yesterday, the lead up to it. And the reason why is not not just because of the moments that uh, Jasmine Crockett had, which, oh my God, I can't wait to play this clip. She has a great fuck a moment it's it's fantastic uh moskowitz had great moments raskin had great moments uh let's see who else do oh aoc had great moments there were so many slam dunk moments when it came to the republicans in the house absolutely absolutely destroying themselves and i knew that's what it would be is just rake stepping right but let's back up a bit Let's talk about the rake stepping and let's talk about why this fucking happens with these fools so much. You would think they would learn, but the problem is, is that they're not serious people. And when you have non-serious people in Congress, serious career staffers do not go work for those unserious people. Let me explain something to you a little bit about how Uh, government and governance works. The representatives that you vote for, rather they're, you know, state government or federal government, whichever it may be. Sometimes it could be city council as well. They have staffs. And the reason why those representatives have staffs is because that one person couldn't do the work that that one person needs to do to represent all of their constituents without a staff. It just wouldn't be possible, right? Now, to do your job well, especially when you're in a district where you have to do your job well, 
it's very important that you have a very, very good staff that not only is very good at, you know, like, I don't know, researching things, making sure your whatever you're saying as the representative is on the up and up and it's correct in a way that you can defend it, right? But also, also those staffers need to know how government works. They need to know how committee hearing rules work. They need to, those staffers need to give you direction on making sure you have everything you need when you're going to make a big political point with a hearing like they did. Because this is politics, folks. I, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to bullshit you here. Democrats hold hearings for political reasons. So do Republicans. This happens inside our government, whether it be at Congress, the Senate or your state, your state level or even your county level, for that matter. It, it It's politics. So, yeah, it's going to be fucking political. How we don't understand this is beyond me. But MAGA definitely does not know that when you're going to have political theater, you want everyone to know their lines and to know their blocking. And you want to make sure you have people behind the scenes, the stage staff, if, if we're talking about theater, to make sure everyone has everything just the way it needs to be. Rather, it's the set exactly the way it needs to be, the costumes, the makeup, the lights, the audience is tuned in. I mean, all this fucking matters. But the problem is, is that when you have jokers like Jim Jordan and James Comer and Jason Smith, and the list goes on past that. You have Matt Gatz, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Kevin McCarthy. When you have these people as um, who is going to be the people putting on this show, right? If you don't have a good staff, that show's going to be shit. Have you ever been to a theatrical performance and you, it's just like, what? What the hell is happening? Why is everything seeming to fall apart here at the show? The actors know their lines. They're appearing to be on stage when they need to be, but the lights aren't coming up. The curtains aren't coming on. The sets aren't changing the way they need to. Hmm, I wonder what it could be. I wonder if there's a whole stage crew that makes sure that the stage is set. They don't have serious staff. That's the problem. Why in the fuck, if you were a career staffer in Washington, because that's who those, that's who generally works as staff members in Washington is career staffers. Now they, they normally, you know, when someone gets elected a Senator or a Congressperson, they'll bring along some of their campaign staff to be on their permanent staff. But generally they start to staff out their offices with with career staffers or who are going to become career staffers in Washington, D.C. And generally those people, I don't know, make it their life's work to know how to be a fucking staffer. The problem is, is that a lot of people in Washington do not want to work for these people because they do not want it on their resume that they staffed for fucking Jim. I don't report sex crimes. Jordan, Matt Gatz, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene or Jim Comer. They do not want that on their fucking resume. Would you? Would you, as a, as a person who wants to be a career Republican staffer, want to have that, that fucking nonsense when you're going to look for a job to stay in Washington, D.C.? Would you? No. 
You wouldn't. And this is why they are so fucking derelict in their duty. And it appears that they're so unserious is because they can't attract serious people. They can't. I mean, Byron Donald's basically fucking face planted yesterday. Anyone who ever takes Byron Donald seriously ever again is a fucking joke. Byron Donald's just absolutely destroyed his reputation in front of the American people yesterday by submitting a new piece of evidence that was going to be the, oh my God, this is going to be groundbreaking, a groundbreaking email that no one has ever seen before where Hunter Biden asked his uncle James to make sure that dad gave him money. The problem is, is it was, they were talking about alimony. They weren't talking about foreign payments. Joe Biden would not agree to pay Hunter Biden's alimony because Hunter Biden had wasted his fortune. And that's what the email is about. AOC absolutely destroys Byron Donald's right there on the spot. The problem is, is that these Republican Nazis don't have any shame. And that's the reason why Byron Donald's did what he did yesterday, because they don't have shame. And to believe to believe that Byron Donalds was going was going to submit this piece of evidence in the hearing and not be checked immediately only tells you how fucking brazen they are. It only tells you why Trump thinks he's going to get away with everything. They really, truly do believe that they can lie to their base and that will get them by because they're not. Again, I, I, I want to be clear about this. They're not lying to us, people who know the fucking truth or who are willing to to look at the evidence and go, well, that's a fucking lie. They're not talking to us. That's not who they're propagating to. They have to keep their base engaged with Trump. They have to. It's their only chance. It's their only chance to win the House. It's their only chance to remain uh, uh, any sort of relevancy in the Senate, which they're irrelevant today. Uh, Speaking of the Senate, I would be derelict in my duty if I didn't bring up the fact that Senator, the California Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away this morning at the age of 90. I'm going to go through that today and why that's probably important um, to our What's going on in Washington, D.C.? But, you know, <laughs> yeah, leave it to the mainstream media. I'm sure right now somewhere uh, a mainstream media person is writing a headline. If they're not, if they're li- if they're not listening to my show, they're probably writing a headline. Why Diane Feinstein's death is bad for Joe Biden. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you there's someone writing that shit right now. There's already a person on on it they're writing an article there's probably three of them at the new york times four of them at the post writing how diane feinstein's death hurts joe biden <laughs> i'm telling you that's what they're gonna do i mean all joe biden is out there trying to do is defend democracy and he's trying to make the choice stark which after his speech yesterday i think he's getting uh doing a better and better job of it and I, I want to thank I want to thank <laughs> the Washington establishment, D.C. and the White House for um, 
for tuning in and listening of how important democracy is and why it is so important to make the choice in this country in this election, not about two people, but about the institution of our of our country, our constitution, our nation, our liberty, our freedoms, our rights, and ultimately our democracy, our constitutional republic. As MAGA always liked to, to say that it only is. So if you get a chance, go listen to some of the speech yesterday that Joe Biden gave um, as he was uh, 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 commemorating his his friend, Senator John McCain, as they were giving a library the name uh, McCain uh, yesterday. But it it just it's kind of funny how uh, Joe Biden goes out to Arizona to give a a speech uh, to give a library John McCain's name put John McCain's name on it. And um, he talks about democracy. (laughs) It's, it's a fucking, it's, it's wild that we're in this timeline that this even exists, that somehow it's, you know, because the right wing is going to be really fucking pissed off because he named Trump by name, uh, which is a a huge step in, in Joe Biden's rhetoric, which it should get more pointed towards Trump. In my opinion, um, they should really throw punches at him hard and throw punches at his authoritarianism hard. And one way to do that is this government shutdown that's, I don't know, about to happen today. Well, over the weekend, when we come, uh, they're, they're going to shut down the government over the weekend. It's going to happen. Don't let anyone fool you about this Senate bill. They don't have the votes uh, in the House, in the Republican caucus. Now, they have the votes. Kevin McCarthy could bring the votes. All he'd have to do is go to Hakeem Jeffries and ask Hakeem Jeffries to give him enough Democrats to get the votes and they could keep the government open. But Kevin McCarthy can't do that. And the reason why is because of authoritarianism. Did you know that? Did you know the reason why our government can't function is because we already have a strain of authoritarianism here in this country? It is the ho- the House of Representatives is a good example of what will happen if you reelect Trump. It's a good example. Now, it's not perfect, right? Like, because they only have control of so much shit. But who, who do you think is controlling the, ha- the House of Representatives besides Donald Trump? Kevin McCarthy isn't the speaker. I mean, he, he sits in the office, right? And he's got the little plaque. But his balls reside in a Big Mac box down at Mar-a-Lago or in Bedminster, wherever that get, wherever that fat fuck is staying, so that he he can pretend he's not actually living at Mar-a-Lago because he can't actually live full time at Mar-a-Lago. Soon he won't be able to live full time anywhere because Tish James is going to confiscate all his shit. But this is a perfect example of what authoritarianism does in our country. Trump is dictating to the House of Representatives. That he wants the government shut down. And the reason why is very simple. He believes. He believes that if he shuts down the government. He has a better chance of not being prosecuted. Period. That's what he believes. Now he believes his own fucking bullshit. I mean for sure. Because it's not necessarily going to stop him from being prosecuted. It may slow down a few of the processes. Right. Like apparently there's a civil trial. Now that he's supposed to testify in soon. And it appears that a government shutdown is probably going to delay that process. Because it's not essential that that civil testimony be taken. So it's going to delay that process. So if you if you believe uh, to any degree that this shutdown is anything 
other than the dictator Trump of MAGA telling Kevin McCarthy that he has to shut down the government, then you're out of your mind. Now, Kevin McCarthy wants to do everything he can do to keep the government open because Kevin McCarthy knows that the only way he can remain speaker is to keep the government open. And the only way he can remain speaker is to, keep the, is to close the government. He's in a real tough spot here because he sold his soul to the devil. And because he traded away his speakership to the authoritarian Trump. That's what's happening here. What do you, what do you think the House fucking hearing was yesterday? The, the absolute fucking face plant of the Republicans in the House. And, and, and it's wild. It's wild to watch right-wingers. They're like, oh, they totally fucked it up. Like, what? They totally fucked it up. What are you, what are you talking about? What? Are you, of course they totally fucked up. You didn't see that coming. How are you so mad that the Republicans in the House of Representatives fucked up the hearing? Yeah, they were always going to fuck it up. They're like, oh, they just didn't bring the facts. They didn't bring the evidence to the forefront as fast as they that's because they don't have it they don't have it now i mean again the reason why the right wingers like steve bannon and other commentators are telling their audiences this is because yesterday was not a show of republicans giving america the reason why they're going to impeach joe biden yesterday was an experiment in how how Joe Biden is going to fight back. Okay. That's one thing that you should take away as optimistic as you can about that hearing yesterday is that, is that Democrats are ready to fucking fight and they're going to fight just as hard as Republicans do with lies, with the truth. They're going to pile truth on top of these son of a bitches. And we should be doing the same. And honestly, we should be yelling and screaming and adding in more curse words than what Jasmine Crockett could even uh, pepper in there. (laughs) I love the shit out of her. Jasmine Crockett, you know that? Oh, man, I'm going to show you this clip of her. And really, you know, she she's she's very good at what she does. She's very good at giving her take on what's going on. She's very passionate in those hearings. She's not fucking, she's not boring. She's not reading off some fucking script somewhere that some dummy wrote her. She's real, she's authentic, and she gives no fucks. Not fucking one fuck left to give with these some bitches. And the best part about it is she's a strong black woman and they fucking hate that. Oh my God, they fucking hate that and it makes me love her even more even more i love jasmine crockett and frankly i hope that she stays in that united states house and she stays in those committee hearings absolutely torching those dumb bastards every single fucking time she can and i'm gonna show you how she does it it's it's fucking incredible i'm gonna show you how aoc absolutely dunks byron donald's in the trash um but we're we're at a place in time where the optimism should be that Democrats are willing to fight for our fucking country, because really, that's the problem yesterday is that there is only one person that that hearing was for yesterday, and it was Donald Trump. And the only reason why they had that hearing, and I've been saying it for a long time, and the media start to pick up on it. I don't know who's listening. If you're listening out there, you might want to you know, take some fucking notes. 
<clears throat> it appears that you are. But there's only one reason for the Joe Biden impeachment in the first place, pretending that they're going to impeach him, is because Donald Trump is a fucking criminal. He's a fucking crook. He's a goddamn treasonous piece of shit. And the only way that they're going to gain any kind of ground in votes in the general election against Joe Biden is for Donald Trump to stand on stage and say, yeah, I might be criminally charged, but Joe Biden's just as big of a criminal so that his brainless cult can go out and say, you know what, that, that Trump, he might, you know, he might have uh, 91 felonies charged against him and he might be out on bail in four different jurisdictions. But man, that Joe Biden's just as big of a criminal. And that's what the stupid email was about yesterday, because they have no proof. No proof whatsoever that Joe Biden has taken any money anywhere that could be caused him to be impeached. And even if he did take money in 2017, which there's no evidence of it anywhere, that probably wouldn't justify him being impeached in the first place because he wasn't the vice president. He wasn't running for president. So get the fuck out of here with this nonsense. And honestly, if we can't charge Jared Kushner for taking $2 billion from the Saudis, in a, in a hedge fund when he's not a hedge fund manager, the day, the day, the hedge fund he started. Get this. Did you know this fact? Jared Kushner started a hedge fund the day, the day he left, the day after he left the White House and the Saudis gave it $2 billion. If we can't charge that motherfucker and investigate that motherfucker for that, then stop talking about Hunter Biden's dick. Stop. It's enough of this nonsense. But you know what? If they want to keep going, let them keep going. Because we should not take the shovel out of their hands when they're digging their political grave. And I'm telling yesterday, it was a fucking masterclass of what is going to happen next year in the general election, folks. Just think of yesterday as practice, right? It was just practice on how to beat the ever-loving shit out of these lying-ass Republican Nazis all around the country next year come the general election. It was a fucking masterclass practice of what that is about to come. And I, you know, I got, I get pushback a little bit for people like, Tony, you're way too optimistic. Stop saying that the media is, is, that Trump can't win. Folks, he can't win if we engage he won't win if we do our fucking job like we did in 2020. We just have to do our job in the democracy. That is the optimism there. We do not have to be pessimistic about the results of the election. Let's get fired the fuck up. Let's stay fucking pissed where we should stay pissed. And let's get in the fight like the Democrats were in the fight yesterday. That's the most important thing. Not to sit back and act like we're going to fucking lose or that we can lose. Fuck that shit. We are going to beat the pants off these motherfuckers. Do you think do you think the Allied forces in the 1940s when they finally arrived in Germany were like, well, you know what? I mean, it's a possibility that Hitler could still win. No, they pushed and pushed and pushed and they won. They won that war against those Nazis then. And it was a hot war. But this war is a war of information. 
And in a war of information, you don't fucking tell people lies and you don't tell people what is real and, and what isn't real. And the real reality is, is this. The Democrats know where these votes are. They know where we're going to win. And we have to do the work to get there. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a hard, long, hard slog. Like we can't just fucking stop fighting. We can't just stop working. It's now time to dig in and beat these motherfuckers at the ballot box. Every state, every county, every precinct. It's time that we have optimism. It's time that we believe in our fucking system. It's time that we fucking believe in democracy. Not this fucking pessimistic bullshit that somehow he's got a chance of winning. That's all fucking nonsense. If we do what we're supposed to do, he'll get fucking trounced. Period. Period. Just like last year, there was supposed to be a big red wave. Oh, oh man, the polls say a big red wave. And if you want to know the honest truth, oh, man, well, that's just the media trying to convince people to get out there and vote. You know what? If the media wouldn't have been selling that fucking nonsense, selling that bullshit, that bullshit line, there was no fucking red wave. No one likes these motherfuckers. Do you know what would have happened? Hakeem Jeffries would be the Speaker of the House. Garen, goddamn it. So stop with the bullshit. I don't need to be told that we have to that we have to pretend like Trump can win or Trump's popular or some shit to win. Fuck that shit. That's all fucking bullshit. Again, last 2022 during those midterms, if the if the fucking media wouldn't have been selling a bunch of people the goddamn stupid ass rigged up polls that showed that there was a red wave when there wasn't, we would have fucking won the house, folks. Period. Do you know how close it was? Get the fuck out of here. Lauren Bobert wouldn't be a congresswoman, probably. We're talking less than 500 votes. Don't tell me, don't tell me to not t- to tell my audience that that Trump can't win he can't win if we do our job it's our fucking country it's our democracy it's our government it's our ballot fight for it act like you're gonna fight for it and put on your fucking boxing gloves and get in that boxing ring and throw the fucking punches it's time it's time not to fucking not to fucking act like somehow he can beat us. He can't beat us. Are you kidding me? His little MAGA cult, 10, 12% of the country, there ain't enough of them to beat us. Time after time after time, they take a, try to take rights away from people, try to ban women's health care in red states, Kansas, Kentucky, Montana, Michigan, now Ohio. 22 times the Republicans have tried to take away the rights of women to have health care. And people said not just no, but fuck no. Fuck you. Keep your fucking hands off our rights. And when people get out there and do the work and you believe in your fucking democracy and you know you're going to win because you have the people behind you, you will fucking win every last time. And we will trounce Donald Trump and we will trounce MAGA. We will win back the House. We will win gains in the Senate and we will win in states, period. 
Don't tell me to be no fucking pessimist. It ain't going to happen. I'll be pissed. I'll yell and scream. I'll call out the bullshit and I'll show it to you why you should be pissed and why you shouldn't stay engaged here in this fucking show. You can goddamn guarantee that. There ain't going to be a day that that message doesn't just sound resoundingly. So stay in the comments and stay mad at me. Just stay mad at me. Do it. I dare you. Doubt me. Doubt me because optimism of democracy will get people engaged and engagement will make sure that our democracy lives on for another election and we will move to the next one to be the most important election of our democracy's lifetime. You can damn better guarantee that shit. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. 